Right, good morning. In the past few days, the past several classes, what we've been addressing, dealing with is, if a person's in the middle of the Amidah, the way that the Gemara, Shohan Aruch and Siman Kofbet says, that it's forbidden to cross, to pass by within four Amot, within six feet of the person who's mitpaleh, the person who's in the midst of their Amidah. And we talked about different situations and circumstances. I'd like to talk about one that I think is a somewhat prevalent and a difficult one with regards to the halakha and certainly needs to be addressed appropriately on Friday night for argument's sake. When people walk into Knis late, they pray at the entranceway. In such a circumstance, in such a situation, what effectively happens is you can imagine that anyone who walks into the Knis afterwards is violating or doing the wrong thing in passing in front of them. They've uh, set themselves up in the back of the synagogue. They came late, they came a little bit late, whatever the circumstance is, and they're praying in a place which is not their makom tefillah. It's not a makom tefillah at all. It's not a place for prayer. It's the passageway, the way that you're walking into the synagogue, and not to imagine that our knees is any different than every single one across the world. This is a minhag which spans every community and every synagogue to the best of my knowledge. Well, what are we supposed to do in such circumstances? First and foremost, to state at the onset, don't pray there. Please don't pray there. When you pray there, you set up a messy situation for the knees. You furthermore set up a situation where people need to question what to do. It's best that you find your seat. Of course, ideally you show up on time. But a person has already situated themselves in praying there. Well, what would the halakha be? Is it any different because of that? There are, interestingly, in the later aharonim, rabbis who lived in the last 30 or so years, there's a few conversations, discussions about this, uh, moving backwards in She'elotu Teshubot, Teshubot Vehanhagot, in Halak Aleph, in Siman Ayin He. This rabbi's name is Rabbi Sternbach, Rabbi Moshe Sternbach. He should live and be well. He's the head of Eda Haredit in Yerushalayim in Eretz Yisrael. He uh, here uh, deals with the following, and he quotes in the name of Rabbi David Baharan, David Baharan was one of the great righteous uh, Sadiqim of Yerushalayim, he was known as. As a matter of fact, I studied on Yeshiva, which was right off of Rehov Baharan. If you have a street in Jerusalem named after you, you're probably an important person. It says that he quotes in his name, First and foremost, you should know, praying in the wrong place, in a situation where it's not your makom tefillah at all, you shouldn't be doing so. It's forbidden for you to do so. He says, in such a circumstance, well, if the one of the two or several explanations to why you're not supposed to pass by the person who's praying is because it will ruin their concentration, they've set themselves up in a situation where they can't and won't have the proper concentration. They're standing right next to the doorway. Can they imagine that they'll have the proper kavana? The argument of Rabbi David Baharan is that they cannot and will not. They've put themselves in a non-kavana situation. Therefore, no problem in passing in front of them. The isur that Shohan Aruch mentions, that the Gemara reflects, would not apply. Uh, Rabbi Sternbach himself is not comfortable going that far. What he does state is, as we discussed in earlier classes and conversations, Zohar is a particularly stringent about this law in general. If you recall, according to Zohar, unlike Shohan Aruch, it's not only the 
for amot in front of you, it's also to diagonals and to your sides, etc. So says sheilot tishbot tishbot vahnagot. So don't walk directly in front. Even though he says, in general, you should be stringent with regards to diagonals, which we didn't accept per se, only as a stringency. He says that's a very important stringency you should generally speaking accept, but in this situation where they situated themselves as such, in the wrong place, you don't need to continue with that humrah. More severe and harsh in his treatment of this issue is Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach. Rabbi Arbach is the author of She'elot Tushbot Min Hat Shilomo, but collected his halachot on tefillah in a book called Halichot Shilomo. Rabbi Arbach passed away in 1995. He was one of the great Ashkenazic poskim of the late, but really the entire 20th century, and uh, a rabbi who lived in Yerushalayim, and the, uh, uh, in, 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 who, who had a, a tremendous influence. He had a, a very close uh, relationship, as a matter of fact, with Hacham Ovadia Yosef. Several of Hacham Ovadia's sons studied with him in yeshiva. Anyway, he writes the following. He says, If a person, or this is in his name, is praying in a place where people usually pass by, Keep in mind the Kotel is very dangerous for this. Yesh lehatir lehaaviro mimekomo. We can permit that you move the person who's praying from where he's praying. Tell him in the middle of the Amidah, you can't pray here, move somewhere else. Uh, what's the rationale? He quotes from She'elot Shubot Maharsham of Berzan, Diesh makom lomar dehave kekever hamazik et harabim. It's like a situation where he's damaging the public. I'm not talking about the Kotel in the moment. I said the Kotel's more dangerous. I'm talking about the entrance to the Knis. You are damaging people by praying there. If there's a damage in a public thoroughfare, it's a mitzvah for me to remove it. He says you should move it. Says Rabbi Orbach, even though you're now ruining his concentration, making him stop in the middle of the Amidah move, I'm sorry, I don't want to ruin your concentration, but you are damaging us. He continues and he says, even if, even if you don't move him, there is, he believes, a full permissibility of standing or passing by, because in such a situation, that person is, so to speak, entering into a domain and claiming a domain which is not his. Notice the concept of I have my four amot of tefillah is I have my, my six feet of tefillah. Over here, those are not your place for having. You situated in an inappropriate place, even if you're not damaging, there's no prohibition of me entering into that space. I would uh, therefore conclude very clearly with the way we began. Don't find, please, yourself in such a situation. Either it means, not simple for me, uh, certainly on Friday afternoon you show up on time to Knees. That would be fantastic. You don't need to stand at the entrance. Or if you do come late, make certain that you're not standing at the entrance. Find a place where it's not abstract, it's not distracting and not getting in the way of other people. If you were to find yourself in a circumstance where you're late and want to walk to your seat and there are people standing there, I wouldn't go so far as to write as Rabbi Arbach does that you can move them, but I do believe that if it's at the expense of being stuck outside of the room or at the door or something of that sort, there's ample grounds to base yourself on that you can walk in front of them. Again, specifically and primarily because, A, 
they claimed a domain, a zone that's not their own, and B, they're, so to speak, damaging others, and as a result, even if I'm not moving them, they don't have the rights to be there, and therefore the fact that they'll lose their kavana, we could and would say to them, you couldn't have had appropriate kavana in this space to begin with, so don't, please, pray over there. If you were to find someone doing so, you can pass in front of them. Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.